48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. Hong Kong faces the prospect of higher borrowing costs after the US central bank raised its key interest rate overnight. Mutual aid committee representatives call for a meeting with officials after collecting thousands of signatures against their disbandment. And Germany are through to face England in the women's Euro football final. The chief executive of the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, Eddie Yu, has warned prospective home buyers and those planning to take out bank loans to carefully assess the risks posed by increasing borrowing costs. He says local interest rates may rise further after the Federal Reserve boosted the key US interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point overnight, its fourth hike this year, to combat surging inflation. HSBC, though, has said it's leaving its best lending rate unchanged at 5%. Here's Mr. Yu. Currently, the differential between Hong Kong dollar and US dollar short-term in the bank rates, for example, overnight or one-month uh, uh, rates, those differentials are wider than those of medium and long-term rates. But we noticed that over the past few months, the short rates have been rising gradually also. As the US raised interest rates again, this trend is expected to continue or even accelerate. Although the speed and magnitude of the Hong Kong dollar interbank rates catching up with their US dollar counterparts will ultimately be subject to the supply and demand uh, of the Hong Kong dollar funding in the local market, the public should be prepared for the interbank rates to further go up. The Monetary Authority announced that Hong Kong's base rate, which affects the interest rates that banks charge each other, has been raised to 2.75% with immediate effect, according to a preset formula. Mr Yu said local banks may adjust savings and lending rates to their customers. As regards banks' commercial interest rates, banks will decide on the timing and magnitude of adjusting their savings and lending interest rates, having regard to their own funding cost structures and other relevant considerations. But we noticed that some banks had already raised the interest rate cap for newly approved mortgage loans. As the Hong Kong dollar interbank rates continue to rise and gradually track the US dollar interbank rates, banks may also adjust their deposit and lending interest rates, including the best lending rates. The public should carefully assess and manage the relevant risk when making property purchase taking out mortgage or making other borrowing decisions. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says Hong Kong's interest rates will unavoidably rise, but the hikes need not be in lockstep with those in the US. He said the rate and magnitude of the increases will depend on the liquidity of local banks. On the property market, the finance chief said homeowner staying power is sound, although mortgage payments will probably rise. Going forward, with all the uh, safeguard measures, and the uh, strong underlying demand for home ownership. The basic of our property market uh, remain resilient, although sentiment would be dampened because of the increased mortgage payment and the expectation of the rate to go up further. Mr Chan dismissed concerns that financial difficulties encountered by some mainland developers would affect the stability of banks in Hong Kong. We have been monitoring this situation very carefully and we do not find cause for alarm. For the mainland developers, they borrow from our banks. They have to provide collaterals 
and the bank have been adopting a very prudent lending policies uh, with regard to all these mainland developers. Looking at the liquidity position of the banking industry, looking at the capital adequacy of the banking sector, and looking at the classified loan ratio currently, we consider that the impact of the mainland developers' financial difficulty would have very limited and little impact on the banking stability of Hong Kong. The Financial Secretary said the government will revise its economic growth forecast for 2022 as the city's export performance is being hit by the worsening global economic situation. But he expressed optimism over local consumption for the rest of the year due to the distribution of another round of spending vouchers. Our assessment is that the economic performance of Hong Kong in the second half would be better than the first half. But taking the year as a whole, unavoidably we may need to revise our GDP growth forecast. At the moment, the government economies is examining various data and doing an assessment on the economic outlook. The details will be announced in the middle of August. But with the Hong Kong dollar pegged to the US dollar, the economy and mortgage holders could now come under further pressure. Speaking earlier, the Fed Chief Jerome Powell warned of more US rate hikes. Over coming months, we will be looking for compelling evidence that inflation is moving down, consistent with inflation returning to 2%. We anticipate that ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate will be appropriate. The pace of those increases will continue to depend on the incoming data and evolving outlook for the economy. But White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said the U.S. was not heading for a recession. We're looking at the other economic indicators, uh, the strong labor market. We had 21 <coughs> states last week where we saw unemployment was at 3% or lower. So everything that we are seeing currently right now does not show that we are in a recession. A man has died after being hit by a truck on Hiram's Highway in Sai Kung. The accident happened at around 6am as the man was reportedly crossing the highway near Tai Chung Hao Road. Police are investigating. Representatives from mutual aid committees are calling for a meeting with officials after collecting more than 5,000 signatures against their disbandment since last month. Earlier this year, the government said the committees, which mainly help with public housing estate concerns, would be phased out by January. They had been set up in the 70s to help with district administration. Ms Leung is a representative from Tin Shui Wai District. There are no more district councillors from the Tin Shui Wai district. Some residents asked me who they could approach if they encounter problems. Not everyone is able to voice their concerns to lawmakers directly. How can residents seek help if the committees are disbanded? Wholesale gas prices in Europe have reached near-record highs on the day the Russian state-controlled firm Gazprom further cut flows through a major Baltic pipeline, Nord Stream 1. They closed at €204 a megawatt hour, just shy of the all-time peak of €210 they hit in March. It's well over five times higher than the price a year ago. Analysts say surging gas prices will compound inflation, hit households and affect industrial output. Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky accused President Putin of withholding gas to provoke political and economic turmoil in Europe. It is clear to everyone that this is Russia's deliberate price terror against Europe. Using Gazprom, Moscow is doing everything to make this winter the toughest for European countries. It is necessary to respond to terror 
respond with sanctions. The United Nations is warning that HIV infections are rising in many parts of the world, disproportionately affecting women and girls and putting millions of lives at risk. A report from UNAIDS said the COVID pandemic has made the fight against HIV and AIDS more difficult. Matthew Kavanagh is the executive director of UNAIDS. Every minute, the AIDS pandemic is taking a life. There were 1.5 million new infections, and that's a million more people becoming HIV positive than what we knew was possible. We're seeing in Eastern Europe, Latin America, the Middle East, North Africa, where we've seen rising new infections over multiple years. And in Asia Pacific, we are now showing that for the first time where new infections have been falling, they're actually rising. The World Health Organization is advising men who have sex with other men to limit the number of partners to contain the spread of the monkeypox virus. There have been more than 18,000 cases reported around the globe and 98% are in men who have sex with men. The BBC's Naomi Grimley has more. The World Health Organization says this new guidance is temporary as it hopes the global outbreak of monkeypox can still be stopped. The UN agency wants men in the gay and bisexual community who have multiple partners to cut the number of people they have sex with in order to reduce their risk of exposure to the virus. It's also advising men at high risk to exchange contact details with any new partners in case someone later displays symptoms. One of the people who helped inspire the Green Movement, James Lovelock, has died. He was 103. The British scientist was best known for his speculative idea that Earth is an interconnected, self-regulating system he called Gaia. Speaking to the BBC in the 1990s, James Lovelock warned that climate change could have a devastating impact on humanity. The rules of the game are very like the rules of the old goddesses. They were feminine, nurturing and kind and all the rest of it. But if you broke the rules, you were zapped without doubt and eliminated. And it's just the same with Gaia. Any species that adversely affects the environment will not succeed. It will be eliminated. The parent company of Facebook, Meta, has reported its first fall in revenue since the firm went public a decade ago. Meta said revenue in the second quarter declined by 1% on the previous year. The company is facing increased regulatory scrutiny and competition for advertising sales. Profits also plunged by a third as the firm invests billions in an immersive world of social interaction known as the Metaverse. The company's products, including Instagram and WhatsApp, had almost 2.9 billion daily users in the past quarter. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 20,604. That's 82 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $48 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 135.32 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 2 cents. And the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 54 cents. To sports and Germany are through to face England in the women's Euro football final. The Germans defeated France 2-1 in the second semi-final match played at Milton Keynes. The BBC's Pierre Müllensen was at the game. Eight-time winners Germany will play England in the final of Euro 22 after a narrow 2-1 victory over semi-final debutants France. Captain Alexandra Pop broke the deadlock for Germany, scoring her fifth consecutive goal in the competition. It wasn't long, though, before France responded as Kadidiatu Diani's powerful strike rebounded off the German goalkeeper Merle Fromms just before the half-time whistle. Alex Pop found the winning strike in the second half, which was enough to send Germany all the way through to Sunday's final, taking place at Wembley Stadium. 
England's women are preparing for their first European final in 13 years following Tuesday's 4-0 win over Sweden. England's director, Baroness Sue Campbell, says the FA's investments at the grassroots level is vital for maintaining the growth of women's football. Well, I think we're doing a really good job growing grassroots. We know we have a, a commitment to get equal opportunity for girls to play in schools and clubs. I think the professional game is, is moving forward and it's developing well with the Super League and Championship. I think probably our biggest challenge is to get that pathway from grassroots through to the elite much clearer, much better defined and much more accessible to a much wider group of young people. Manchester United have signed the Argentina defender Lisandro Martinez from Ajax for 69 million US dollars. The BBC's Simon Stone has details. Manchester United have committed up to £55 million on Martinez, who Ten Hag knows well from his time at Ajax and had been attracting interest from Arsenal earlier this summer. Ten Hag has pencilled the Argentina defender in to play in the left centre-back role, which will mean a switch of position for Harry Maguire. And despite his relatively small size, five foot nine is exceptionally short for a Premier League centre-half, Ten Hag has already said he has no concerns about Martinez adapting and he regards the player as the kind of warrior he is looking for. England's cricketers defeated South Africa by 41 runs in their opening men's T20 international in Bristol. England made 234 for six. South Africa managed just 193 for eight. The BBC's Nikesh Raghani has more details. In the end, it looked a comfortable victory for England, but there were a few nervy moments in South Africa's innings. That after England had posted their highest ever T20 total at home, 234 for six. Thanks to 90 from Johnny Bairstow and a 16-ball 50 from Moen Ali, England's fastest ever. South Africa lost a couple of early wickets in their chase, but 21-year-old Tristan Stubbs kept them in with just a sniff with a brilliant 72 from 28 in his first ever T20 international innings. In the end, though, 230 was just too many. England then lead the series 1-0 with two left to play. Meanwhile, India have beaten the West Indies in their third one-day international in Port of Spain. India won by 119 runs to take the series 3-0. And now the weather, fine, very hot this afternoon, like two moderate southwesterly winds. The outlook, persistently very hot, apart from isolated showers for the rest of this week to early next week, and there will be showers and thunderstorms in the middle and latter parts of next week. The temperature is 34 degrees, humidity at 64%. To end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kong faces the prospect of higher borrowing costs after the U.S. central bank raised its key interest rate overnight. Mutual aid committee representatives call for a meeting with officials after collecting thousands of signatures against their disbandment. And Germany are through to face England in the women's Euro football final. The news from RTHK.
Drag me by my head. 